of the darkness and into the light. It's the This Woman Knows podcast. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of This Woman Knows. I am your host, Lisa N. Alexander. And today I am so thrilled and so honored to have Dr. Lulu um, on our show today. And we're going to have a conversation about trans kids. Dr. Lulu, who is a queer Nigerian-born pediatrician, educator, parent, and executive coach, and CEO of Dr. Lulu's Life Coaching Lounge. She is the mother of a transgendered young adult and works to educate families, healthcare providers, and non-medical organizations on accepting, affirming, and supporting their LGBTQ plus children, patients, and employees. So Dr. Lulu, thank you so much for being on the show today. You're very welcome. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. So uh, part of your story, I'm re- I really want to dig into because I know that it is on the heart, on, on the minds of a lot of people. So you are Nigerian born. Were you raised also in Nigeria? Mm-hmm. I like to say I was born, bred, buttered and slightly burned in Nigeria. My longer, um, my longer, <laughs> I don't know what length bio I give to you, but my my longer bio has things like that. Yeah. But okay. yeah, I was born in Nigeria. I came to the US of A at 24, maybe. Okay. About 25, I think. Um, so yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. And so your story is you yourself are a queer person and you came out to your Nigerian father. Now, if I know anything. I know that Nigerian are, are, are religious in some sense. And so tell me about you coming out to your father and what that experience was like. So the first thing is I don't use coming out as a phrase. I don't use those two words together for that particular meaning. Use come and I use out, but it's not together. I use inviting in. Now that I know the, I have a TED talk. My second TEDx talk is titled Rethinking the Closet, Inviting in versus Coming Out, where I compare the two. And coming out focuses on the person I'm giving the information to. Inviting in puts the camera on me, puts the light on me. I am the center because I'm the host. I get to invite whoever I want to. And I get to rescind your invitation or, as I said in the text, upgrade you to VIP status. So I, as the person whose life, whose story we're talking about, I get to invite you into my rainbow world because there's no closets. And one of the things I ask about closets is, what do you put in a closet? You put skeletons, you put dirty dish, uh, dirty clothes, you put shoes, there, spiders, who wants to put their child in there? Who wants to be in there? Whose idea? One of the things I ask is, whose closet is it anyway? Like, whose idea was it to put any experience in a closet? You hide things away from there. I think I started to talk about saying, what happens when you're at home and the house is messy and the doorbell rings? You quickly run around and put everything you can put together and hide them in the closet. So why is your child in there? So now I know for this younger generation, this this time period, we can look at it in that way. But people like for my father was a closeted gay person and he could not invite people in to his space, not in the 60s or the 70s, because there was still um, who would hire you if you were out and loud and inviting people into your space, um, your very safety was at at risk your money was at risk so there you 
you stayed in the proverbial closet because it was not wise or financially yeah. lucrative for you to come out of said closet. There was no inviting people in. Yeah, there, there was no, staying in the closet. It's I, I totally get it. It's a play on words. I'm mm-hmm. I'm just saying, whether figuratively or in real life, mm-hmm. the word closet it's a negative connotation. It whether is. in the sixties or in the forties or even today, because I yeah. live in Texas. It's not like, you know, it's like free. I mean, we have a state that's yeah. opening their mouth. Black slavery was enjoyable. I mean, please. So it's, it hasn't changed. Yeah, but even no. now we're going backwards. Look at all the pain that they must have gone through. Look at all the anguish, not being able to live to their full everything. And so today's child is so lucky because today's children are so much more embracing and so much more accepting. And when I told my two other children that their sibling was transgender, they were like, okay, so what's the new name? I'm like, wait, 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 wait. What do you mean? They're like, yeah, what's the new name? I was like, what, you know? I said, no, man. And they were like, no, 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 ma'am. I mean, if that's what they are, that's who they want to be. I'm like, and then the next thing is like, what's for dinner? I'm like, no. <laughs> and I wanted them to feel yes. somehow. They are so like, it's it's okay it's fine yes it's a it's a completely different time period and these gen z's and yes. gen alphas gen, gen Z's. Al- yes generational thing it's a generational thing yes. millennials yes millennials. yes absolutely absolutely i am the spitting image of my father i share his big eyes same dark tightly coiled hair same wide nose I am his daughter, and I loved him. And some days. That's a heavy cross to bear. I know that there's hope. However, however, there's also a lot of hate. And hate is catchy. You know, people can catch hate. And I mean, you can see when the 17-year-old walks into a church and shoots nine people, they caught that hate. They were not born with that. They caught it. And so what you and I and everyone, you know, people like you who have a platform and people like me who are fearless of going to the platform and talking about it, is we have to give it our best shot or die trying. And literally when I say die trying, I'm talking about MLK. I'm thinking about Malcolm X. I'm thinking about people that were like, and I think it was Nelson Mandela who said, this is something that that I believe so much with every bone in my body. I'm paraphrasing and I'm willing to die for it. I think he was talking about his freedom. He was willing to die for it. And that's what they say. If you're not willing to, like literally, maybe not literally, take a bullet for something you believe in, which is why I love, we all love calling Kaepernick, right? I'll take a knee. Even if, if it's, even if I'm the only one, I'll take the knee. And that is just the beautiful thing. I wish I get to meet him one day. And maybe I will, because I'm moving to Cali. I might just run into him. Hey, 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 
Yeah, so thank you so much for the for the for just coming kind of coming back full circle. Thank you for the space. Thank you for even being okay with admitting it. Because as you know, we what happens in, in, in this house stays in this secret shame. What was your response to them? I love that question. One of my favorite questions in the world. So here's the irony. I was married to my ex-wife. And I don't know if it's an irony or not. I don't know what here's the the shocker. I was married to my ex-wife, we quote-unquote happily married. And my kid was at the graduation. And they were getting their award of excellence at the College of Arts and Science from Stanford. And the, the gentleman kept saying, they, this, this, and then they, that, that, and they. And I was like, wait, son? And I say son because that was the context. I said, son, I thought you were the only one getting the award. Who are all these people this man is talking about? Who, who are all the people? They said, they. they said. And my kid didn't respond. But my middle kid said, mom, I think it's because so-and-so is non-binary. I'm like, is that? What is non-binary? Then I now said, I thought you were just gay. And here's the thing. Here's a story that I tell. I tell the story. I, I, I When the child was growing up, I used to say, stop acting like a girl. Stop acting like a girl. And she'll be like, mom, how do girls, like I said, the way you're acting, that's how girls like you're not a girl. And then she'll be like, mom, this is just who I am. I said, well, you need to stop acting that way. That's one. Then number two, I used to pray to God. I said, God, please don't make, and I usually use the word Mikey. I use a name. I made up Mikey. I said, don't make, please don't make Mikey gay. Please don't make Mikey gay, right? And then God looked down and God smiled and said, hmm, you really think gay is the worst thing I can do with Mikey? I'm like, what do you mean? And God is like, I got a surprise for you. Boom, trans. Then I'm like, wait, wait, wait. Okay, I'll take the game. I'll take the game. Because so, that's so, how we are. Like, yeah. So please explain to help help us understand as a queer woman that yes. a child is is revealing their truth to you and you're like, no. And then the whole no. don't you're acting like it. Please help I us love understand. It. I love and, it. And this this is why I I so strongly believe in we catch the wrong information. We have to unlearn. Yes. And we never relearn. Mm. We unlearn and then we learn. Because if you relearn, that means you're relearning the wrong information. So people say unlearn and relearning. No, that's not correct. That's not grammar, proper grammar. It's unlearning and then learning the correct thing. So there's something called internalized homophobia. A lot of people don't know what that is, but internalized homophobia is like someone has internalized racism. I'm just going to call Candace Owens because I can. But internalized homophobia is someone who is some way and still detests being that way and doesn't like being that way, doesn't want to be that way. And this is because growing up, I was told that everything that is gay is bad. And so when I now came into my queerness and was married to my ex-wife, I still didn't want my child to go through what I'm going through, not being able to take my spouse to events, not being able you know, to Nigerian things. And she was Liberian. She was like, you know what? I'm not even going to go. But but everybody else would come with their wives. And, you know, and we couldn't do that. So I didn't want that for my kid. But so 
my kid is male presenting, right? And therefore black, quote unquote, male in America, right? So I'm thinking all the things that people are going to do just for being a black male and then black male and gay. Wait, now it's black woman. I mean, so in my mind, I'm like, whatever you got to do, God, just undo it, right? So internalized homophobia is so dangerous that Many, many people, if you ever watch that documentary called Pray It Away, you will see that one of the people in that documentary at the end, what did they say? They finally realized that they could not keep living this lie, that, they are, that they've been transformed somehow. They're no longer who they are. Because they say, who? Not a what. That's who you are. It's part of your identity. But but throughout the, the, the documentary, the person was like, oh, going to church and praying it away and no longer. But at the end of the documentary, like, you know what? I realized I cannot keep lying. And I feel bad about all the people that I misled. So that was the same thing with me. I didn't want my child to be, even though I knew I didn't want him to be. So I didn't want the child to be feminine. I didn't want him to be effeminate. I didn't want him to be anything. Because... I knew the world was going to judge them harsher. Yes. But here's the thing. My ex-husband passed away last month without ever reconciling with the kid. Oh. And so at one point I was like, My you know what? I know. Thank you. I was just making it. I realized I was making it about me. Mm. Oh. I was making it about me the whole mm. time. Mm -hmm. Well, mm -hmm. what, are, what are my friends going to say? Well, what is the what is the church going to say? What is my parents going to say? You know, I made the child, and then the government is like, "Oh yeah, you groom your kid." All of oh, all of that. Oh, the grooming. Oh, so it's not it's not a very far fetched thing to see how yeah. your parents say, "Please God, don't make yeah. my child." Even as I was living with my ex wife, but I like your question because. There's two things that most people do not know. There's a difference between sexuality and gender. Mm -hmm. And so, yes, and so mm -hmm. lesbian is sexuality. Bisexual, which I am, is sexuality, right? Transgender is gender. And so transgender means a person whose gender identity does not align the 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 textbook definition is, is incongruent, is not in alignment, is misaligned, however you want to put it, with the one that they were assigned at birth. It's a boy, it's a girl, is based purely on genitalia. But gender identity is actually based on up here in your mind how you see yourself in the mirror. And the beautiful thing about that is I can only ever see myself as a girl. And so when you tell me, Lisa, that you see yourself as a boy, I cannot in all truthfulness tell you, you don't see yourself, how you see it. Does that make sense now? And so when people say, well, you know, they, they don't know what they don't know, or deep in the closet. For that, I'll use the word deep. They're so deep yes. in, they refuse to look at anything in that direction. Right. And so most intense homophobes are closeted. Yes, absolutely. And the I more love- The more they are, the yes. more likely. Absolutely. Because 
There's no other reason why you feel so much hatred for something that you yes. don't know, understand. Because it's an internal struggle. Thank you. It's counterintuitive. It's inter- Absolutely. Exactly. Because, and then there goes the high suicide rates amongst yes. black yes. men. Oh, uh, yeah. Black adult men. Yes. Men having sex with men. Mm-hmm. And this is why the black woman has the highest incidence, which is new cases of HIV, Ah. heterosexual black women were laying down literally with the enemy every night who goes and has sex with men Mm -hmm. and men who have sex with men, they have this belief, if you didn't know, that they should not wear condoms because if they're wearing condoms in their mind, it means they're gay. Can you believe that? And it gets better. They don't want to, they don't want to wear condoms with their wives at home either because that means they're cheating. And so you can see how the crossroads is so entangled. I'm going to need you to pick a lie. I'm going to need you to pick a lie and and stick with one because <laughs> believing both of those is detrimental. So I'm going to need you to pick one. Oh my word. Girl, oh my word. I know. I know, I know, but 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 I want you to see why yeah. I decided that if no, if if I if I don't talk about this, who is going to talk about it? Right, right. We can't all keep hiding. No. So when your gender neutral trans child came to you, they were were they graduate? At what point did when did they tell you this? Were they? Yes. Um, were they a minor or were they already an adult? Yeah. So great question. So like I said, just growing up, I noticed the female tendencies. Yeah. And, and then I got blocked on, on Twitter. Oh no. And I was like, Hey, I didn't know what it was, but I didn't say anything. And now I realized that was when they changed their pronouns. Ah. So we first started with as non-binary and um, we were going with they, them pronouns. And that was summer of 2020. Mm-hmm. And literally, I was so shocked. I didn't mention it again for like two months. And when we finally went to the New England Conservatory of Music to, to help her settle in, the conversation came up again. And she was like, Mom. And at that point, she was still they, them. She was like, Mom, so I just want you to know that if you're not going to support me in this journey, I can go, I can go on it myself. Let me tell you, nothing woke my woke me up. And so I was like, oh, you're, you're, in my mind, I'm like, the father is already not in the picture. My child will not be a statistic. My child will not be a statistic. So I said, give me the strength to get past me. What I say to parents is, you're, the, you're not struggling with accepting your child. You are struggling with accepting yourself. That's who you're struggling with accepting yourself and as an identity, as a parent of a child. And so I was like, okay, all right, okay. And then Christmas Day, I get a phone call. So mom, I'm trans. I'm like, wait, 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 wait. I thought you were non-binary, you know? So, but it turns out that many parents have told me the same thing, that the kids tell them one thing to kind of test the water. Yes. Yes. Use it as an easy stepping stone. Let's, let's see if this, how they respond to this. Yes. 
And so the way I interpret it is, she was like, well, mom, just so you know, if you're not going to support me in this, I'm going to do it myself. And so at that point, she was like, I have nothing else to lose. I might as well tell you the truth. That's how I see it. Now, I didn't ask her, but I'm just saying, she's like, well, I'm just going to tell you the truth. This is who I really am. Mm. So I need, I need you to do me a solid. Do me a solid. Sure. Can you talk to the parent who has a child who has exhibited behavior and it's the open secret that nobody really wants to talk about. Nobody wants to admit we all know it, but we're all going to adhere to smoking screens. And we're not going to say what a thing really is. And because to admit, so would be somehow admit failure or yes. can please talk to that parent Talk to the parent first, and then I want you to talk to the child that's stuck in that space, but not allowed to live as themselves. So actually, my online course, the very first part of it is, is, so there's a 3B, because once upon a time, I had three boys. I just want you to understand why I use a 3B method. Of course, that's not the case anymore, but it's a 3B method anyway. And the 3B method, the first B is basics. And that basics is you learning everything about the nomenclature, the definitions, what, what, what means, and all that. The second part is building. Before you build any house, the first thing you do is excavate. Dig up the foundation. Get all that sand and rocks out. That is the unlearning. So first, the basics. What do you know already? What are your thoughts about the queer community? What have you always been told? What did you What did you learn? Right? What is your What is your truth as far as you know? Usually, is a lie, but I'm calling it truth in the sense that we're talking to the parent going through this. So this is so. But starting from the basics. So that basics is if you have the suspicion, you get. Educate educate yourself. My ex-wife used to say educate. So I like using that word. Educate yourself. Okay. So that's the basics. Learn all the terminologies, learn everything. And then the second part is building. And that building is first on learning, right? What you assumed was truth. So you can now learn the specific space that your child is in right now. Okay. And then the third B is becoming the parent your child needs. And so the becoming is when you now create a safe space first in your heart. Ever before your house, you can build all the rainbow flags in the in the courtyard if you like. If your heart already, yeah. So Creating safe spaces in your heart means something as simple as not doing what I did. For instance, I always said junk. Every time I saw a gay guy, why you got to be so gay? Why you got to be so feminine? What's up with him? This is me and my yes. ex-wife. Yeah. Why is he got to be, you know, and my kid was here and everything. So if you tell me, oh yeah, mom, by the way, I'm gay. No. Yes. Because, so, Wait a minute. So, and I'm that kind of gay. Exactly. Yeah. So first of all, so check your thoughts because yes. your thoughts create 
your results. Your thoughts create the words you say. Your thoughts create the feelings. So check all of that. And then the second thing is start using affirming language. Yes. Like, oh, look at that gay guy. How I love his shoes. I don't know. Something, okay. right? Okay. Yes. As an example. I, I don't know. I'm just mm-hmm. giving as an example. Or start talking about your coworkers who are lesbians. Or start talking about your coworker who is transgender. Start letting your child hear that mm-hmm. you are affirming, even if you're not sure, because not all effeminate people right. are gay. Absolutely. Yes. All, yes. So yes. I want to say, you don't know what your child is. So, but because of the possibility, mm-hmm. start using the right lingo. Start watching movies. Start reading mm-hmm. books. Let them see you making an effort. Start asking them about their friends. Ask them yes. if they have a friend who is gay. Just say, you know, do you have any friend who's gay? Just ask. If you don't have anything in your mind, you should have no yes. problem asking that. It's like asking, do you have any friend who's Nigerian? Right. There's nothing, there's nothing bad about asking if, if you have any friends who's Nigerian. But if you feel like Nigerians are bad, you might say, you might not want to ask. But right. if, you, if you have nothing in your mind, yeah, I say, well, mom, why are you asking? Well, because I know that the news is talking about how all these kids are being like, this is so terrible. So I'm just wondering if you have any friends. I want to know yes. how do you interact with them? You see? So yes. you don't have to approach your child directly at all. What you're doing mm-hmm. is coming. Yeah. So that even when the kid tells you, Mom, actually, this is my, this, yes. I don't know, Michael is actually my boyfriend. You'll be like, okay. you know what? I knew it. Or you know, something versus, yes. oh my God. Right. Don't, say, don't, don't, don't you know. Right. So, is it going to happen overnight? No. No. But neither was Rome built in a day. But you didn't learn how to ride a bicycle the day you picked right. up a bike. Everything is practice making yes. progress, right? And so when you start changing your lingo, you, you change your mindset. Then you start changing your lingo, start changing the way you react, start, start going to pride events. Okay. Call Dr. Lulu. Ask me, what should I do next? Read, read books, my two new books that are coming out. I don't know where, these are my other books, but those ones are not here. But I have two new books coming out. One is called Invited In and one is about your black transgender child. So read books that are not banned in your right? Ask people questions. If you want to travel to London, you're going to find the one British guy you know. And ask, tell me about the UK. You're not going to ask your kid who is traveling with you. They don't know about UK. And even if they knew, you're not going to ask a child. Ask your friends. Everybody, all women have the black best gay friend. We all do. Okay. So educate yourself. And then when you come one day, and then also do not wahala yourself if your child still never tells you. A lot of times it's about safety. Your child might say, I tell mom, she's going to tell dad, and I don't trust her. In my case, my ex-husband blames me for somehow making the child gay with my breast milk. Okay, so... Some kids would say, no, I don't want to say anything to mom because grandma is so homophobic. I don't know what grandma is going to say. I don't want mom to be ostracized by the family. I don't want mom to lose her job. You know, So then these kids are also thinking about you. Right. And they might not 
to tell you. However, that's a lot of a big burden for children to have to carry. They're already thinking of so many th- so many things down the line. They're already thinking about what grandma's going to do. Is mom going to lose her job if I come out? Just all these. Mama, that's a heavy burden. Yes. If that's a am heavy I burden. Get, am I going to get molested? Now, this is why when they go to college, mm. they're grown. Yes. In, they're almost grown. Right. They have themselves. And they're like, then they see, they join the LGBT alliance or whatever. Yes. And then, they, right. And then what does the mother say? Well, he was never gay when he lived in my house. He was only gay when he, when went, he went to, to college. college. And this is the true thoughts because the truth though is water always finds its level. Mm. So when you go to college, you see people like you in college. Yes. They affirm yes. your existence. Yes. They your reality and you now start slowly inching out yes. towards that reality yes and your parents interpret it as it was the school that made my child gay which is why today we mm-hmm. have rules in certain states that we should not mention being gay so one of the things I, I, questions i ask is if my being gay can make lisa gay mm. then lisa's being straight she will be able to make me straight. It should that should work both ways, right? That's it should work both ways. Okay, so I I I when we talked originally, yeah. um, we there was there, there and I and I really want to go back to this because um, when our children come to us with their truths, we then internalize their truths and make it about us. Us all day, and we and. And so then there, it starts this line of questioning. What did I do? Where did I fail as a parent? Um, it, it starts this line of questioning when it has nothing to do with you. And so you need to redirect that conversation more. So t- how can I help my child? This has nothing to do with me. But if you've been taught that this is wrong, this is an abomination, then you start going, it's like, did I not take them to church enough? Yes. Do I need to go and have them baptized again? It happened to me. My ex-husband blamed me for make, somehow making the kid gay. And so my question was like, what about the other two? I, I was going to ask. <laughs> I mean, you, you, I, obviously my message is not for all 8 billion people on earth, mm-hmm. but for those who my message is for, I'm going to tell for. them. Mm-hmm. What about the other two? Yes. Why did that? When are they going to be, they, they, they suckle the same nipples. Like wh- what happened? Ultimately, it's fear based. It is. It is fear based till I die. Fear, 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 fear. Mm-hmm. And we are afraid of what people will say. What that our part. Say, how that part. You're too soft with the kid, and that's why the kid is soft. And oh, how really? all these things. But the yes. truth is, they are also equally afraid and also equally yes. misinformed and disinformed. I didn't realize that there's disinformation and misinformation i didn't know that misinformation is when you unknowingly spread information okay Okay. this information is when you knowingly spread false information that's a lie yeah i didn't know that when you know (laughs) this Mm. is not true and you're like yeah but i'm I'm gonna tell it tell it anyway information when you don't you don't know and you're telling that's miss mm-hmm. that was misinformed mm-hmm. it was an error like you know i didn't know yeah that kind of thing 
But this information is like, I know what I'm saying, but I'm going to say it anyway. That is a lie. So we have to be about courage. Yeah. Courage is defined as oh, fear. For our kids' sake. Action. Yeah. Courage is fear plus action. So that means you might still be afraid. Yes. Every day, MLK gave a talk. He knew that there was a chance. There was a yes. sniper. Yes. He knew it. But he had courage. And so he was like, I'm because I have to deliver this message mm-hmm. and I know it's urgent. But if nothing else matters, here's what I want you to, the parents still to think about. When was the last time you took permission from your neighbor to cook dinner? When was the last time you took permission from anyone to buy clothes for your kids? Hmm. Why will you give this fundamental power away? Right. To to someone else they always say and i always say people those who mind don't matter right and right. those who matter don't will mind. never mind. and so when did you give away your power so much do you really think your child is worried about what the neighbor is going to say more than what you are going to say that part absolutely absolutely your child is worried about you yes and wants you to affirm them. Mommy, look at me. Look at me. Look what I did. Yes. That's what I drew. Look at me. I'm dry, I'm riding with my, look at me. I'm walking. Your kid loves, is, is hardwired to love you. Yes. And there's nothing you can do about it. Which is why when we disappoint wow. them, we betray them, they jump. Yes. Wow. That was deep. That, 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 needed, to be, that needed to be said. And I hope people hear and receive that. Absolutely. Our kids are hardwired to love us. You can't do anything to make them not love you. Like nothing you can do about it. They would have to be pretty awful. You would have to do something pretty. And that's why I said about the influence. Yes. That's why I said you have to be very careful what you're thinking, what you're hanging around. Because not all of us have enough, enough time. I was lucky. I blessed the day that God said, Open up your eyes mm. and I might see. Because a lot of too many parents have buried their kids with this false notion that mm. I am tough. And be worried about anybody who tells you to look the other way from your child. Worry about that person. That person does not mean well for you. Mm. Because the kid was given to you as a gift. Yes. For a certain duration of time. And then you have to go answer to the creator what you did with the gift that they gave to you. Right. Right, right. And what you allowing your child's sexuality, which is 1% of who they are. You're missing out on all these 99% of beauty. Yes. Yes. It's It's such a small part. It is such a small part. Because what you focus on is where your energy goes. Absolutely. If you, say, if you just start focusing on, oh, but the child is gay, but the child is gay. The child can do anything in the world. Yeah, but you're gay. Really? And now ask yourself the question, why are you so focused on that? Yes. Could it be that maybe you are and you can't handle the fact that your child is living mm. authentically? Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So here in the... Um, we're, we're in Texas and I, we have bans on things that can help um, gender neutral or trans young people. 
tell us about the 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 drugs that are just tell us about what drugs are usually given because mm-hmm. I know that's still very sensitive. So just tell us what these what what are these drugs? What are the drugs that are banned? Um, I honestly I retired from medicine two years ago. Okay, one of the reasons I did that was because I was called to do this. Mm-hmm. Um, but I did practice medicine for thirty years, and my license is still active. So thirty two okay. years later. Right. So I do know, even if I didn't know anything like the name of the penicillin, as an example, if I don't know Mm -hmm. the name, I know from medical school that gender bending hormones, I like to say that I like gender, Mm -hmm. I like the word gender bender, gender hormones, hormones that can help with your, with changing your body, Mm -hmm. any kind of puberty blocking hormones, hormones that can help you transition. All of those hormones have been in use from when I was in medical school before then. And I went to medical school 85 to 91. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. We've had pubertal blockers. I don't even know how long because we've had other medical conditions that have required us to give children puberty blockers. The commonest one to think about is precocious puberty, which happens in a child who may be five years old starts developing breasts or hair or body. Yes. As an example, whatever age they choose to be, I'm just as an example. The bottom line is that they have precocious means early onset puberty. What do you think the doctors give? Puberty blockers, the exact same medicine. So when they say we're banning puberty blockers, really they just want to cancel trans children because they're not saying don't use puberty blockers on the child with precocious puberty. They're not saying that. They're saying just don't use it on trans people. So that's transphobia at its best, homophobia at its worst, right? And for some reason, my nose won't stop itching. Um, But yeah, so I want people to know that these medicines have been in existence for years upon years and not changed about those medicines. What we're doing today is your child comes, and by the way, children know their gender. And I'm going to ask you this question, Lisa. At what age do you think you knew, you became aware, truthfully, that you are a girl? What age do you think? I would say first grade. Okay. So that's very, what I'm very six. young. Five, five, six. Yeah. yeah. Okay, good. So the medical textbooks that I read tell us that gender awareness begins as early as 18 months to three years. Wow. And if you ask, never mind about you. Yes. The next two-year-old girl, you see, ask her, are you a boy or a girl? Mm. Just I don't don't to Dr. Lulu. Just ask the next two-year-old girl or the next three-year-old boy. Let's ask them, are you a boy or a girl? Because they can they can talk. They can say words. Yes. Just ask them. Now, the beauty of it is because a cisgendered boy or girl knows mm-hmm. at the age of two to three, a trans, gender-neutral, agender, whatever gender-bending term gender fluid, gender queer, they also know at the age of two to three 
what they don't know is what it is. They don't understand it. Because you and I, as parents, have assigned a particular gender to them based on their genes. And I know that if you took out my vajayjay, I'm still a girl. This is why I want people to understand that my vajayjay does not girlify me. If you took away my vajayjay, I'm still a girl. And so we accidentally, erroneously, however you want to do it, assign a gender. So we start trying to raise them to us, to align with that gender. And gender identity is societal construct, is mental, is personal, is individual. And so if the child is being called a boy all the time, and in their mind, they're like, but I'm not a boy. What most of the parents would tell you is that the kid is crying, not allowing you to wear them the dress with the pom-pom. They're acting out and acting. And you are like, no, wear the dress right now. I'm up. Phew. So you, you pop them into, into alignment, but it doesn't change how they feel. And I've spoken to countless transgender people. I went to Dallas in April to do a workshop about the, uh, it was a black transgender coalition alliance or something. There were 3,000 black trans people there. I was one of six straight people, six cis people. One of six. Everybody else was trans. Uh, every last one of them was like, yeah, I knew when I was three. I knew when I was five. I knew when I was four. And my mother would, and I didn't know what to tell my mother. I didn't understand it. I, if I told my mother, they would say, shut up, you, you're not, don't, don't say that. Which I did with my kids. Stop acting like a girl was my own version, right? Same thing. And so if they know it at that age, and then suddenly at 10, they tell you, if by the age of 10, they have not started puberty yet. What we're doing is after prolonged therapy, we put them on puberty blockers to delay puberty. Because my kid, I found it at 22. Adam's apple, check. Male shoulder pattern, check. Deep voice, check. You know, all of those things check. Now, imagine if I had even leaned to being a little bit kinder to that whole department. Maybe she would have told me at 15. Maybe she would have told me at 13. Maybe I would have been able to, would have been able to delay it long enough so that she doesn't have all these other things. But people, all they want is, oh, it's about the genitals. Nobody, look. Many transgender people, there's a word called stealth, S-T-E-L-T-H, whereby they don't even ever want to tell you that they're transgender. They just want to live as they are because it's too much drama. Oh my God, are you sure? If I, if you told me you're a girl, would I ask you, are you sure, Liz? Yeah, exactly. So, so, exactly, many of them have just chosen to just live their life out. Some do social transitioning, which means, or I'm just going to change my name and my pronouns, but I don't want to do any hormones. I don't want anything. Some say, I want to change my name, my pronouns, and even do hormones. 
Some say I want to change my name, my pronoun, hormones, and do surgery. It's as wide as you can think of the options out there. Many of them don't want to. Some of them do. And so I feel like the attack on the medication is so misplaced because honestly, that's the least of their worries. They just want you to see them as human beings. However, the medicines, we have been using the medicines in medicine as long as I was at medical school in 85 when I joined, when I got into medical, 86 when I joined medical school, when I got into medical school, before that. So these things have been in existence. They didn't just happen. So when they are banning the medicines up and down, just like this is gross ignorance because it doesn't make the child no longer trans. It just means that they're not going to get the care that they need. And that is why the suicide, see what I mean now? It's like saying, it's like saying, I'm not gonna, we're gonna ban OBGYNs, all OBGYNs from seeing women. So if you're pregnant, you don't get to see an OBGYN. It doesn't change the fact that you're still gonna be pregnant. It just means that you're not gonna have, maybe you have a higher risk pregnancy because you're not being observed for whatever happens. But it doesn't stop people from getting pregnant just because you ban OBGYN. I just want to see the, the yeah, and people they just they, they're taking it upon themselves to police other people, which they did. They didn't want black people to marry white people. They didn't want black people to have to the Tulsa, whatever. They don't want us anything advancement black, and now is we're black and then LGBT, and then very soon, well, they already took the Roe versus Wade. They're not going to stop. So are they are they coming for my hormones as a 53 year old woman who has gone through do, do you want mine as well and it's like who? I mean who knows they're coming they're coming Unbelievable. now slave slaves enjoyed slavery we asked for it well we wanted it we we loved it what's next what's next disinformation Hashtag yeah, they're lies. Not gonna, yeah. They're not going to stop. They're not going to stop. Oh, my. So, so, yeah. I, so for the parents that are struggling, I hope that they will take your words to heart. And one, really, this isn't, it's not about you. Not about me. It's about the kiddo, regardless of their age, whether they're coming um, expressing their truth as being gay in, anywhere you know, on the LGBTQ plus rainbow. And I had a conversation with another, with another mom on intersex children. Mm-hmm. That's a whole, oh, well, that's yeah, a whole. Yeah. I know as a pediatrician, honestly, I have to say, I take partial responsibility for that because that's what we we're taught in school. Wow. And the inter, the whole intersex thing, I just feel so guilty, so bad. And that's a whole nother day's conversation. Like, it is. It's a conversation that needs to be had. It needs to be had. And so, so by yeah. by blocking, you know, banning certain medications, and especially when you have intersex children growing up and that whole, it's like, well, I don't know. And it's like, and and just the, the, the just how the, the wiring of it, it's like, mm. <laughs> You see it's like, why? look, you don't understand. You don't yes. understand. Truly. So how can you legislate you what you do not yes. understand? You don't know exactly. What are you legislating? 
What are you, like Texas, we had a freaking cold blizzard and we lost power. Fix the grid. Yes. It still has not been fixed. Gas in Texas is 350. Gas in Georgia is 329. Texas is an oil producing state. Right. Georgia is not. Fix that. Oh. They're going after my kid and their genitals. What's wrong with you? So who is the person who is, who is the person who is a pervert? Hmm. The person thinking about somebody else's gender, genitals, or the person who just want to be left alone because that's they just want you to leave them alone. That at the end of the day. At the end of the day. Girl. Dr. Lulu, thank you. I <laughs> You're my 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 hope and my prayer is that parents will be okay so that the kiddos can be okay. That's it. That's exactly why I do the work that I do. And I don't know if I yeah. have a minute to just say, that yes, was what I started thinking about. I said, you know what? I'm going to see if I can get companies and organizations to support parents, specifically yes. as an entity, not queer people, because yeah. enough parents are queer. But also, I don't want us to lump them into that because they're not. Mm -hmm. However, because they are so pivotal in, pivotal in the survival of their kids, we need to hold a special kind of space for parents yeah, absolutely. so they can have a minute to unlearn all the mess that they've yes. been taught about their yes. own child that they love yes. so much. Because mm -hmm. we all love our kids. Yes. Equally. Nobody loves their child more than the other parent. All parents love their kids. But you can't just be feeding me with lies. And you know, if you talk loud enough, some people will believe you. So tell people how they can get in touch with you, how they can reach out, where they can buy your books. Please share that information and I'll make sure to put the links in the show notes, but please share that information. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So my books are on Amazon. Um, do I prefer for you to buy them from me as an entrepreneur? Absolutely. You get an autograph. You get an autograph version. So if you go to my website, dr dash lulu l u l u dot com you can actually just send me a message on my contact form there you also see my calendar you can make an appointment to have a, just a conversation let's see how can i help you um but really my my newest shiny object now is just working with organizations because i realize i can help more parents that way and so many people are moving, they're losing their homes, their kids are under attack at school. I want the parent to have a place to go to and feel some kind of just, I don't know, respite, like at work. So if, if the co-workers know what they need to know, then maybe, just maybe, um, the parents will will just be relaxed really good. And this happened because I came under attack in my own family, you know, WhatsApp group. So when I love when I left the family WhatsApp group, I had no work to go to to speak to my coworker Lisa to say, "Oh, Lisa, girl, you will not believe what happened." No, because I'm a solopreneur. So I said, "Wait." So if if I'm going through this, then there are other parents who are going through this. Well, how about if I get their co their coworkers and especially their bosses to allow them to get, you know, enough time to go for mental health days because. Having a trans child today is a whole mental health situation. So having mental health days just for having mental health days. Flexible work schedules just, just because they have to go to doctor's appointments or they don't have to. Maybe their child gets bullied. Maybe their child gets a death threat at school and they have to leave work and go. They need their work to have their back. So I'm not talking about just 
because I'm a, you see what I mean? Like I am so passionate. And you know, the funny thing, every organization I've talked to like, wow, what a great idea. Come work with us. So I am believing God that this time next year, they'll be knocking my door down because it's needed. And I'm not talking about the queer person as much as I'm queer. I'm talking about your parents because I know the parent has multiple kids. The queer person is one individual. Yeah. So if I can get the parent to feel loved and accepted and affirmed at work. Yes. It will be okay. Built this community, a safe space for parents, a safe space for parents, a safe space for parents to invite people into their truths. Yeah. <laughs> How's that? I love it. I love that you're such a good learner. Lisa, I cannot thank you enough. My social medias are Dr. Lulu Talk Radio. Yes, I'm a talk, I'm actually a radio talk show was what I was. <laughs> I'm moving, so I, I let that go. But I have a radio, I had a radio show called The mm -hmm. Parent Hour. Mm -hmm. um, so I don't do that anymore. But my, my social media is Dr. Lulu Talk Radio. Across the board, my YouTube, my Instagram, okay. and forget who else is talk radio. And then my LinkedIn, where I hang out more because I'm trying to get those corporate gigs, yes. is Uchenna Dr. Lulu Ume. So if you type in Dr. Lulu and scroll down enough, you should see me. I want to so, say I'm the most popular Dr. Lulu, Dr. Lulu on LinkedIn. I don't know. Just made that up. Um, but also I have a Facebook group with okay. about 2,000 parents. I'd like y'all to join. Um, so do they have to, can they be... Anywhere on the LGBTQ rainbow, or, or is it solely just for trans parents? No, 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 no. I'm a I'm a coach for parents of queer kids because I'm a okay. queer kid. Okay. I was their kid, gotcha. and then today I'm awesome. them. So I'm I was so I I know people have told me that to only work with trans, or but I I I don't want to because okay. there are other good parents and other queer kids yes. who are just as suicidal. It's just like the trans is one in four, yeah. But the other oh. kids are just as suicidal. Because because they're coming, they're anti-LGBT laws. They're not all anti-trans laws. They're anti-LGBT LGBT. laws. Yeah. Yeah. So, so thank um, yeah. Thank you so much. And then, so my Facebook group is called Accepting, Affirming, and Supporting Your LGBT Plus Children. So it's long, but if you type in Accepting, Affirming, and Supporting, you will find come it. Up. I'll put the um, links in so they can definitely go yes. to the show notes page and there'll be links to everything. Yeah. But I think what I really, really want from your listeners is please reach out to me if you have an organization that is queer friendly, mm. because if your organization is queer friendly, yes, then I'm already, I got one foot in the door. Mm -hmm. I'm not selling them a whole new set of fruits. I'm just selling them an apple. Yes. If that makes sense. Yes. Um, I really want the parents to have their own focus. What I want to do is I want to come into organizations and help build up a parent support group specifically for parents. I, I you know, I, I'm selfish. I mean, I, I'm a parent. I want us to have our own space. Yes. But they yes. don't know what they don't know. They don't even know that right. they can. Right. So, yeah. And I think that'll be beautiful because if, um, parents are having conversations with their kiddos they can come and it's like okay i can talk to another parent and help navigate these waters because i know some parents is like i don't want to screw this up they oh, yeah. use the word screw but that's the word we're going to use in this conversation i that's don't okay. want that's to fine. screw this I'm, up that's, I'm, but you know enough and that's respectable say, yes exactly and enough parents say that and also the big thing is they don't know, I don't know that your child is gay or trans or queer. Mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. And you don't know that my child is if we don't talk. Right. 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 If we don't talk, I'll be like, wait, you? Yes. Yeah. Wait, your child? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. God. Right. Please. Versus going to the, the LGBT support group, which is really for the people themselves. Yes. 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 And yes. the parents are not there. They might not go, but they're also invisible in that space because mm-hmm. they're not the queer person. So That's I just, it. I love my idea. I know, I know it's going to be good. It's I know good the already. Can send me tons of businesses to work with me because I think it's a good idea. Yes. And the parents think it's a good idea. Dr. Lulu, thank you. Thank you, you so much. Awesome. Thank you. Um, thank you, everybody. This has been um, another episode of This Woman Knows. Um, you can gather the show notes, um, or go to our website, and we will see you next time. Bye, everybody. Bye. Thank you for listening to another episode of This Woman Knows podcast. For show notes, blog posts, guest booking information, and sponsorship opportunities, visit us online at www.thiswomanknows.com today.